no one complains very much when we get through early, I guess, and things. Beautiful songs, aren't they? Singing about heaven. We don't talk about heaven nearly as much as we used to in our services at church. I, I don't really know the whys of that. But one day I'm looking forward to going to heaven. I hope that all of us are. I believe that we are. I believe that's primarily the reason that we're here tonight. Uh, looking forward to a home in heaven. A lot of questions I have about it. A lot of things I don't know about it. Uh, but uh, I recognize that I'll have that opportunity to have those questions answered one day. I'll be able to see for myself uh, what it's like to be there. These are beautiful songs. Uh, beautiful songs. There are a lot more of them here that uh, talk about heaven. I want you to read some passages from the Bible that talk about heaven. Help us to maybe understand just a little bit more. Uh, in fact, these are in your song book. They were on that page where we just started, 850. If you want to look there instead of opening your Bibles for these, and then we'll have uh, another one there. But in John, the 14th chapter, uh, beginning in verse 1, it said, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. You know not, you know the way to the place of where I am going. We've used that verse so many times in script, in the, from the Scripture to talk about heaven, haven't we? God has gone to prepare a place. Christ is there preparing a place. King James Version says that it's a place where there are many mansions. Uh, NIV, I believe that this is quoted from, says many rooms, but many mansions. We don't consider ourselves usually to live in a mansion here in this life, no matter what our homes might look like, because a mansion suggests something that's far more splendor and beautiful than, than what we have. And that's all right to use that definition from it. For heaven is going to be far more than we have here in this life. It's going to be far better than anything that we have in this life, although it's difficult for us to describe it exactly and to get a grasp of exactly what it's like. Paul wrote to the Corinthian brethren in 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, starting in verse 1. He said, Now, if we know that if our earthly tent that we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an earthly house, an eternal house in heaven, not made by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan, Lord, longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling, uh, because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now, in, in that passage, uh, he's, he's talking about this, this place that we live today, this tent that we live in, or this tabernacle, uh, again, the, the King James would use there in that. Uh, we're not as familiar with that as they might have been in New Testament times to uh, have referenced it to a tent, but uh, 
Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of God's people understood that far better than we, and especially in the Old Testament, they would have understood that. Abraham would have understood that so quite well. He was nomadic, and he, he dwelt in tents, and uh, saying, "This this life is so very temporary. This body that I live in is." Uh, is frail and, and and it's it's daily it's it's decaying daily it's uh, it's headed toward its de- destiny of going back to the dust from whence it whence it came uh, and even the houses that we live in today are very temporary aren't they uh, they're they're very they're very mortal in their their nature heaven is immortal. It's hard for us to grasp. It's it's hard for us to get a, a handle around that idea that something is immortal, something is permanent, uh, and and something is going to be forever and ever. And and I I I don't really understand forever and ever because I have nothing really to reference it to and to. To get a to get a, a real feeling for for what it is, but that's what heaven's going to be like. And you and I are privileged to have a reservation there. We're privileged to have a reservation in, in heaven uh, if we've taken the proper steps to to make that reservation while while we're here on earth. So we need to we need to think so seriously about it. I, I wish. I wish that we even thought more about it. We too often get so attached. We get so attached to this life, to this earth, to the things of this life that maybe we don't think enough about heaven. We think about what we're going to do in this mortal state tomorrow. We think about what we're going to have of these material goods that are so mortal in their nature, how we accumulate them that we don't spend as much time perhaps as we should talking about heaven. Peter writes in First Second Peter, the third chapter, but in keeping with his promise, we're looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth, the home of righteousness. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. It's a profound statement there, a very powerful statement. Yes, if we're looking forward to heaven, we need to make sure that we make every effort to be found spotless and blameless and at peace with God. There's a beautiful passage over in the book of Revelation, 21st chapter. Well, there are a lot of passages there in this, but I want to read one starting in the first verse of chapter 21. Read down a few verses there. He said, I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with men. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself shall be with them as their God. He shall wipe away every tear from their eyes. A death shall be no more, neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more. For the former things have passed away. 
that's what heaven's going to be like. Not going to be any crying there. Not going to have to make any announcements about the sick. They're not going to, that's not going to be a, a part of heaven. It's going to be a beautiful place. It's going to be a, a place where we'll have peace forevermore. You can go there, and I can. I hope we have our reservations. I hope we've become children of God, that we're living that life that God would have us to live, such that one day he's going to come back and we're going to hear it say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joys of thy Lord. If you're not prepared, there's no better time than start to start than tonight. If you're not a Christian, we'd invite you tonight to obey the gospel of Jesus Christ, to be buried in baptism for the remission of your sins. Or if you have things in your life that are going to keep you out of heaven, why not come tonight confessing those faults and asking the prayers of the brethren? As we stand together and sing, would you not think about heaven and your eternal destiny? There's a land that is fairer than day, and by faith we can see it afar. For the Father waits over the way to prepare us a dwelling place there in the sweet by and by. We shall meet on that beautiful shore in the sweet by and by. We shall meet on that beautiful shore. We will sing on that beautiful shore. Dear songs of the blessed. And our spirits shall sorrow no more. Not a sigh for the blessing of rest. In the sweet by and by, we shall meet on that beautiful shore. In the sweet by and by, we shall meet. On that beautiful shore To our bountiful Father above We will offer our tribute of praise For the glorious gift of His love And the blessings that hallow our days In the sweet by we shall meet on that beautiful shore in the sweet by and by. We shall meet on that beautiful shore. 
thank you all for being here tonight. Thank you for the way that you've sung out. Uh, if you will, please look ahead in your bulletin. Uh, somebody mentioned this morning, well, I guess it was Mr. Eddie, that uh, summer is here and there are so many things going on, especially starting this week. Please continue to pray for Maywood. We've also put up sign-up sheets for Vacation Bible School on the bulletin board in the adult classroom hallway. For anybody that has not been contacted already, uh, we don't want to miss opportunities since now it's nighttime and there may be people, people that we don't know to ask. Um, so if you will, please plan ahead, look ahead and see what ministries you can be a part of. So many wonderful, exciting things to invest in, and we hope you will be a part of that. If you will, please turn over to number 881. That's what we're going to close with tonight. And if you couldn't be with us this morning and need to take the Lord's Supper, that's still available in classroom A2. As we sing uh, both verses of this song, uh, you can go take that now. Let's sing out, and then we'll be letting a closing prayer. I'm satisfied with just a conch below.